0: Hey y'all! Welcome to Water Break. We're on a roll—three shows in a row. Three, three number shows. Three,
1: number three.
0: We've we've actually thought about or talked about probably four or five times about actually starting our podcast together.
1: Oh yeah. And for year, for
0: years. multiple for years. Yeah. And we and we couldn't ever. We did one show together, and then we just it, it just it's family life. It's family. It's yeah. crazy. So. Yeah. Uh, but uh, if you guys want to be in conversation with us, you can actually email us wrench media at gmail.com wrench media that's don't put a w in front of it yeah but yeah you know, no people w. all the times put a w in front of it not like it's the tool r yeah w- what it is like then it's not like the tool it's like it's just it's just I, wrench i, I don't know anything else <laughs> like it's just not like the tool <laughs> wrench media <laughs> at gmail.com and also uh follow my wife on instagram uh instagram a lot she does that's where she basically does all her posting and and stuff
1: when i post when that she, is where i post. when she
0: does post yeah yes. yeah so she's not on twitter really no um barely on facebook you're a lurker you're a lurker on facebook
1: i mean yeah yeah Yeah,
0: i don't i don't instagram's not very
1: active yeah
0: so for this show we we wanted to talk about um you know where to start where to start as a family where to start as um you know maybe it's just you and you're all by yourself where to start but but i think we're going to focus more of this conversation on families but there should be a lot of yeah a lot of uh you should be able to get out of it for yourself here too i wanted to uh, start off when we were talking last night about the show that Um, when you, when you kind of start thinking about, um, you know, eating healthier, you know, maybe starting to do a little exercise or any of that stuff, you, you want to think about it in terms of like, I get to do this, not, I don't, I don't got to do this. Doug Pastor Wilson's got a great saying "It's a get to thing. It's not a, it's not a got to thing. Yeah. And especially in the, like the fitness world. and, And I hope this is kind of the tone you get from us on our show is that we don't want like any of these things to be guilt driven. You know, your, how you eat, how you look at food, you know, how you exercise. Um, you know, we don't want anything to be guilt driven. That's not a good way to do anything. And and Satan is, Satan loves to manipulate guilty people. Yeah. And so we want this to be kind of like a get to, oh man, we get to do this. We get to go to church on Sunday, not a got to, uh, kind of thing. So, um, where baby, someone, someone's just tuning in and, um, kind of listening and you know, where, 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 where does that family start? Uh, eating healthier, fitness, and all that stuff.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean that's the question, right? And I think we wanted to address, in particular, those people um, who I assume is probably most of you listening, um, who are normal <laughs> uh, and not rich, mm-hmm. you know. And I think you know, in when in our circles, in our Christian circles, normal people, moms, dads. Are really, really busy. Like our lives are really, yeah. really full, yeah. um, which is a good thing. You know, we're mm-hmm. being productive, we're doing what God has called us to do. Yeah. We're, we're, you know, taking names mm-hmm. and raising babies and yeah, just doing right, all this stuff. But right. because of that, that fullness in our life, um, even the idea of of trying to add in any, you know, any change, any, anything
0: yeah.
1: uh on the side of health and fitness can be really daunting and feels like
0: it'll tip the the glass is full and it'll tip the glass and start spilling over. And I think Uh a lot of
1: people and I get questions all the time, you know, again, just normal people like they're not independently wealthy. They don't have a nanny in their house, you know, normal people. They're just like I don't even know where to start. Yeah. Like I don't even know where to start, and I get that when you already feel like your life your life is a zero sum game, mm-hmm. which for a lot of us it kind of is.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like there's only not, so much time in a day. Yeah,
1: right. And it's like, well, okay, yeah. what? Do you just don't make dinner, or just don't. Like, yeah. There's a lot of things that you do day to day that you can't just not do. You know, so we wanted to kind of gear this conversation towards you guys because um, I think that's a really big challenge. You know, and I wanted to from the start uh, address a couple of the kind of roadblocks that I see um, people thinking or doing, you know, when they're approaching this topic that kind of sabotages them. Mm -hmm. Um, And the first one is, is just overwhelm. And I think this applies to moms more so than dads, although I'm sure it can happen. Um, I'm sure there are plenty of men who are like, I'm legit. I got got, (laughs) got too much going on. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, exactly. And I just talked to a lot of moms um, who are almost in a constant state of overwhelm as right. it is uh just homeschooling kids sports making mm-hmm. dinner you know like getting up with the baby you know like it's a legit full time right. physical um right. uh, you know very emotionally mentally physically challenging job mm-hmm. so i think um sometimes when i'm talking to that mom right. one of the issues that that she runs into is she just uh, gets this almost paralyzing sensation of overwhelm if we even talk about you know say the h word health right. or any exercise or anything. And while I understand that it's something to be aware of, because I think um, and number one, we're going to talk about some very like small practical um, starting points here in a little bit. So hopefully that will help with the overwhelm, but also, you know, we all need to keep in mind that that overwhelm in, in some ways can be a, just a, a unhelpful mental
0: Mm -hmm. uh,
1: habit. It can be be a spiritual
0: problem because especially with women, a lot of uh, anxiety creeps into everyday life and you need to deal with that.
1: Totally. You do need to deal with that. So I'm not saying this to be condescending or to be like, you don't have that much going on. Just get over yourself. You probably do. But you know, if you're like, okay, I know I'm unhealthy. I know our family really needs to make some strides in our health. I'm going to, I'm going to, keep my brain turned on. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give all my worries to God. I'm going to think yeah. rationally and let's try to come up with some solutions that are realistic uh, mm-hmm. for me, for my family, that kind of thing. So watch that overwhelm. Don't let it paralyze you to where you do nothing. Right. right. Because there, are, there are things you can do. And we're going to talk about what those mm-hmm. things are. Another one. Oftentimes
0: it might mean the husband stepping up. It's, just maybe. It's, just true, maybe. Dudes. it's true. Sometimes <laughs> your wife really needs some encouragement in that
1: area. Yeah. Um, just be like, Oh no, no, this is totally doable. We can do it. I support yeah. you. How can I help? Um, That's very true. Mm-hmm. That's very true. Um I, I, another roadblock that I see a lot of people doing to kind of sabotage any kind of change in their health or their fitness um is that kind of go big or go home yeah. mindset? Yeah. Um and I'm sure a lot of people can kind of resonate with that. Kind of
0: the New Year's resolution n- New yeah. Year's resolution yeah. uh mentality.
1: Totally where it's like, I'm yeah. gonna just start working out an hour every single day yeah. and I'm gonna yeah. or like I'm gonna eat, uh, you know.
0: And the gym is full for the first January yeah. and, oh, then yeah. and then by the time February all it's all yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, and some there can be a lot of issues there. Some people really do have issues with discipline or priorities yeah. or whatever, but a lot of times it's like you can't you need to not bite off more than you can chew at the start. And Mm -hmm. this is true with exercise. This is true with um, maybe, you know, diet changes. You Mm -hmm. might want to slowly implement in your family. You're never going to go for the most part from like all processed food to like all homemade from scratch food. Like making that, or even just defining that as what you would need to do to get healthy. That's, you're setting yourself up for some serious failure, right? right? You got to start small. Mm -hmm. You have to start where you're at, where your budget's at, where Mm -hmm. your time is at, where your energy's at, where your body's at. And you've got to make small changes because that's really the only way for the, for the, for the most part, obviously there's exceptions that you're going to be able to stick with this long term.
0: And there's, there's a lot of wisdom just in any change that you're working on in your life is to start in the shallow end and work your way yeah, out. Um, steps. You know, when um, I've talked with a lot of people, even like in theological transitions, you know, going oh, from, yeah. that's good, you know, that, that's uh, true. infant, infant baptism or, or, you know, transitioning from uh, believer's baptism to infant or, or, or becoming reformed, stuff like that. It's like, take your time. You know, the Bible says you don't want to be like the wind driven around, tossed to and fro. Uh, you want right. to, you want to take your time and, and theologically sort through these things in the same way as you make kind of, you know, physical changes, dietary food or exercise changes in your life. You just want to be thoughtful and, and, you know, starting in, um, in, in the shallow end is going to make, make things a little more long-term success there. And it's yeah. just a lot of wisdom in walking that out.
1: That's so true. It applies to every area of mm-hmm. life. Really? Um, that's so true. Okay. And, I guess the third kind of roadblock that I see for, again, normal non-rich people who are not paid to be fit. Mm -hmm. um, uh, One issue I see when I'm talking with these sorts of people is I I think that this is kind of an obscure way of looking at it, but I think, I think people will get it. I think that our Overton window, if you will, of what normal healthy food looks like uh, as a, as just a general Mm -hmm. people Needs to shift mm-hmm. a little bit, and I think there is a little bit of that going on too. Where where you know you might suggest, as we're going to suggest here in a little bit, that we start shifting towards, for example, eating more whole real food. For some people, you might be like, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. But for other people, when they hear that, like they're like, that's insane. That's
0: extreme. How could I even like, afford I, that? Like, or how could I even? Or,
1: I mean, or just like that is such mm-hmm. extreme. That's like extreme. What extreme health nut weird people do mm-hmm. when. Eh, a hundred years ago that w- or even less than that. That was not the case. That was right, like what everybody right. did. Like you yeah. just grow your garden and you, you know what I mean? And it doesn't yeah. mean like those people wouldn't eat something like eat a treat here and there, but like, The window, like the norm, how would you, how do you define that overton window? Because it's, it's a political term originally. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, it's just kind of the just for people who don't know what's acceptable in the public sphere, what's acceptable in society. Right. Um. You have this this bandwidth of what's acceptable, acceptable, and once you get outside that, I mean, this happens in cancel culture. Once Mm -hmm. you get outside that, it's just not acceptable anymore. Right. And one of the things that I think. Um, I like I like talking about the Overton window because I mean, that's kind of what Moscow is trying to do. right uh, is we're trying to Doug move. Pu-
1: Doug pushes the overton. that's window right. And,
0: and, and you <laughs> like have that. to push it to yeah. move it. That's yeah, the thing is do. it doesn't move yeah. unless you don't push it. And I like I kind of like that that metaphor applying to to food too. yeah, because, you know, what's acceptable, in your family might need to adjust. What's normal might need to adjust um, to be able to, you know, I mean, what if you got a a family that has like my family, we, we have diabetes in our family. So we, we are over 10 window is probably going to be different than the family, the neighbor down the road. I
1: mean, that's, I mean, that's a a specific case, but that's, that's great. Yeah. Maybe you've got autoimmune issues. And so it's like you're, you're what's normal for you might look a little different, but I'd say just for the average Mm -hmm. Joe living in America right now, a lot of us Uh, Maybe we've noticed, maybe this has been something we've been aware of, maybe it's not, but that the window, the Overton window of what's normal everyday family food has shifted very heavily Mm -hmm. towards white, unhealthy, super processed food. And I think that it would help all of us if we're trying to make some changes in our health. If we um, were open to that window, at least nudging back a little bit, you know, to where we were even 50 years ago. So it's just something to think about because eating, I I would like to make the argument that suggesting to someone that they work towards most of the food that they feed their family or they're eating throughout the week, making the suggestion that you make most of that real food, whole food should not be considered extreme.
0: What do you um, define? Whole food. What do you yeah. mean like real whole food?
1: Yeah. So just really basic, like a kind food in its form, the way that it came out of the ground, the way that it came out of the animal, out of the chicken, mm-hmm. off of the tree. So your potato, your any kind of meat, your mm-hmm. eggs, your fruits, you know, things that we have not you know, heavily processed, added a bunch of Franken ingredients to mm-hmm. put in a package so it will never go bad or go uh, moldy and put mm-hmm. somewhere in the middle aisles of the grocery store. Right. And in yeah. no way am I vilifying those foods. Yeah. Um. Uh, I mean, we st- we still consume some, yeah, we, right? We and, have and,
0: cereal Saturday mornings uh, yeah, for our yeah, kids. Totally. Yeah, totally. And yeah. I try
1: yeah. to pick and choose which ones we use and then just um how much we mm-hmm. eat it. But I just, again, um, I think it's more of a conversation about, okay, what are your ratios? You know, like mm-hmm. how much of your food every single day that you're consuming, your kids are consuming day after day, week, week after week, how much of it is the kind of food you could grow in your garden, right? Versus yeah. the kind of food that you literally could put out on the counter and, and in 10 years, it will still not have mold on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you know, there's yeah. a difference, right? It's yeah. all okay, but there's a difference. Yeah. So those are the kind of the big three roadblocks that we want to talk about. And then I guess we can kind of go into some basic suggestions at, yeah. at how to So, So where do where
0: do we start? So those are roadblocks, where do we start on
1: yeah. this? Um, I would say number one, and we got a list of a handful of things, but um, if you take away anything from this conversation today, this would be the number one thing. This would be the most impactful change that you could probably make um, on your own health and on the health of your family is slowly emphasis on slowly start moving towards eating more real food. Like we just kind of talked yep. about, mm-hmm. and I'm going to tack to this, just going to make it a twofold thing start increasing the amount of protein that you eat at every meal. Okay, so two things. Slowly start moving towards eating more Mm -hmm. real food, and at the same time, simultaneously, start increasing the amount of protein that you eat at every meal. For some of us, that means adding in protein at all, right? (laughs) If you are eating cereal every morning or your kids are eating cereal every morning, maybe consider adding in or replacing that with eggs for example. Mm-hmm. Right. And then just in general, making your meals more protein centric, that is going to really help solve a lot of your health issues for a lot of different reasons. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's number mm-hmm. one. And we can kind of talk about a little bit, um, some, some things that kind of fall under that main point. If you, if you
0: want. Yeah. To I mean, I just, I just think of like moms, um, uh, you know, you, you know, remember when you, when, when our kids were younger, you'd go to school, pick them up and you'd make sure they have a snack right there. Oh, yes. and, you know, oh, there's yes. nothing and nothing wrong with snacks. Um, snacks are good kids, especially kids are growing. So they're constantly yeah. hungry. They're a little different than us and, adults. And we're, I would not, say, we're not supposed to be growing anymore. I mean, <laughs> Cash is almost 10 and, and that dude's eating, eating yeah. starting to eat a lot. He's
1: a growing boy. He's yeah. a
0: growing boy. But um, uh, how would, how would like some mom, if, if she's constantly giving her kids goldfish every time they need a snack. Yeah. Um, How would a mom think through that?
1: Yeah, that's great. Okay. So number one, I think the weird, we're in this weird snack culture now, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of what you were speaking to. And we were mm-hmm. talking about this last night. What do we call it? We called it grazing where people yeah. kids yeah. in particular mm-hmm braise all day long. Right, right. And it's a very vicious cycle. It's almost like
0: every hour they come and say, I'm hungry. Again, right. You right. Know?
1: And I think it's for a couple of reasons. I think number one, one of the reasons that I, uh, you know, point number one here was to eat more protein, you know, make your meals more protein centric. One of the number one protein is important for everything, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, all of your bodily functions, we need protein and a lot of us don't eat enough of it. But one thing that also is it's your most satiating uh, macronutrients. So what help, do you mean? Satiating? satiating just means it helps you be full as opposed to if you ate a bowl of cereal, you're going to, because of what it does with your blood sugar, right, you're right. going to want more. You're going to be hungry. Uh, you an know, hour very, and a half. You're going to oh, want more food if, if yeah, not yeah, sooner. Right? Yeah, right. Um, you eat a big steak and everyone can kind of attest to this just right. from experience or you eat a big pile of eggs. You're full yep. for a lot longer. Right. And that's a, a lot due to the fact that your blood sugar is a lot more stable. So right. Um, One of the reasons our kids are snacking so much is because they're not eating enough protein at their meals. Mm -hmm. Some of that might be because we're not serving it to them. Other times it might be because you have raised yourself a picky eater yeah um and we can do an <laughs> yeah. entire another episode on that uh, yeah, that's a yeah. problem mm-hmm. it's a problem when you have the picky eaters because yeah. that's your fault parents yep. it's not your kid's fault yep. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um
1: and then there's just this vicious cycle because also the snack food culture that we're in is like 100 as far as i can tell driven by those snack food companies like the, mm-hmm. the people that make the granola bars they
0: the, got a, a snack size bag for everything oh, yeah. you know? and it's yeah.
1: super super sugary yep. yuck ingredient food right. that is very addictive right? right and so your kids love it, it yeah. It tastes good, it fires all the right spots in their brain spikes their blood sugar and then they're hungry again you know in a second in but, another hour in another hour but then you get this this vicious cycle of like not eating very much at a meal so they're hungry right after so they eat a snack and because of that they're not hungry at their next meal you know so you and have so they don't problems.
0: eat a full meal yeah. exactly and then after that meal because they didn't eat the full meal then they want a snack totally. you know 30 minutes later so yeah. i'm not
1: anti snack okay especially for kids and like I mean, yeah. we've got kids that are working hard they're getting up early they're working hard yeah. they have football yeah. they have basketball you know yeah. all these things like i'm not like, they
0: need extra food they're, they, burning. they're, they're, they're burning they're growing they're yeah. growing
1: and they're developing so please don't think I'm anti-snack. However, I do think that, um, m- helping them eat more protein at their meals yeah. will bring down their need to yeah. snack as much. Yeah. And then when they are snacking, and this is another point kind of under our big, or, you know, eat more protein and mm-hmm. eat more real food is if you can slowly start making, even in the snack category, some slow gradual swaps, For example, instead of goldfish crackers, here's a couple of cheese sticks, things that are going to be more of a whole food, things that are going to be a little higher in your protein and even your healthy fat category going to help your kids not come back for more or have such unstable blood sugar throughout the day. So even thinking about swaps you could make in the snack department, that would be awesome. And I'll also say this, one of the biggest pushbacks that I get from moms when I talk about doing this very important thing of bringing up protein, bringing up whole real food is that it costs a little more money, which I would say it does. I mean, I I think, you know, uh, rice aroney, hamburger helper, uh, mac and cheese, I mean, there's a reason a lot of families lean on that. It's cheap. Uh, Mm -hmm. It hits all the right Kids like it. You know, it's not fun fighting with kids or, you know, having food wars every single night. It's cheap. It doesn't go bad. It's not, you know, so I totally understand. But um, one one thing is, yes, it it is going to cost a little bit more money. But if you stop spending all of this extra money on snacks that you really don't need, the granola bars, the cheesy crackers, this cereal, that cereal, you can reallocate yeah, a lot right. of that money. Yeah. That's what, that's what I have done to kind of um, make my budget even out again yeah. a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I spend more on things like vegetables, fruit, meat, mm-hmm. things like that. Buying a um, cow. And I'm, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And spending less money on these um, kind of just not so healthy, very addictive right. snacky food. So right. that's one thought there
0: yeah. um, well, about uh, the snack. thing. Yeah. And I think um, a lot of this, um, this is back to the very beginning, get to got not, you know, not a got to thing or, right. or, or don't be driven by guilt. Um, you know there's a lot of mom guilt in how they feed their kids yes you know yes. If, if my kid even has a you know a his tummy if my kid if i even think my kid's a little bit hungry yes. i need to make sure they're fed you know um i remember um, kind of goes back to 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 you when our kids were younger like you you would express that to me it's like i can't stand when my kids are are, yeah. are going hungry well, like, I mean, not like this- they've
1: ever gone actually hungry, but yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. no, you're so right. right. And, it, and there is a little bit, um, and this is all on, on the snacking thing. Um, mm-hmm. and we could probably do a whole podcast about this too, mm-hmm. the mom guilt thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. and moms think about it because there, mm-hmm. again, there's nothing wrong with making cookies and blessing your children. I think it's, yeah, wonderful. Right. it's like right. one of mom's favorite things to do. Right. It's a, a way to show love. Our children appreciate it, but if you're the kind of mom who's constantly throwing pop tarts at your kids because they love it and it makes you feel better
0: because they express a hole in their tummy, do
1: do step back and and think about why are you really doing that? Because if you, if they're eating a ton of food that is not good for their body, it's probably not feel it's probably not helping them think straight, focus at school, hold still. I mean, we've got kids now who are dealing with constipation, kids Mm -hmm. that aren't sleeping well, kids that have skin issues. And a lot of it comes down to just an excess of these types of foods. Um, moms need to consider that. Like you know, it's like okay, am I doing this to bless you, or am I doing it to bless yeah, yeah, yeah. me? To fix my make little me guilt. feel better. Yeah. Uh, whatever deep rooted mom guilt problems you have. Exactly. So again, nothing wrong with blessing your children, making them cinnamon rolls in the morning. I mean, nothing wrong with that, but do, I think it's worth considering for sure. I think it's worth, um, a little more on this topic and then we can move on to a couple more suggestions. Um, dinners, one thing that I would really, you know, again, all under the threshold of trying to move more towards real food, trying to increase protein. I really encourage you to slowly move towards just kind of, uh, some sort of meat and vegetable at Mm -hmm. dinner. And Mm -hmm. One thing that I think is really helpful for people is, um, you think in terms as much as you can, even if you have a big family of what I call transitional meals, these would be meals where you have your meat, you have your veggie, and then you have your car, but they're separate Yeah. so that, um, the 16 year old boy who just played two soccer games can eat as much rice with his tour, you know. Mm-hmm. beheatable as he wants, mm-hmm. but maybe mom who's dealing with some insulin resistance and and rice is not going to benefit her health right now. She can still eat the meat. She can still eat the veggies, but not the rice, right? If you're always thinking like this is a tater tot casserole, or this is a lasagna where everything's all, you know, kind of yeah. in one dish as convenient as it is. And again, I understand why that's what my mom used to do seven kids. It was just like, everything's in the pot and mm-hmm. that's dinner. But if you can slowly start thinking about ways to, kind of serve things separate, serve your macronutrients separate. Even if it's as basic as like a baked potato, chicken thighs, some kind of vegetable Mm -hmm. that way. um, Look, that's a perfect example of a meal where it's all real whole food. Um, You're dealing with a cheap potatoes are pretty cheap and the people that potatoes serve can eat them. The people that they don't serve, don't eat them. So Mm -hmm. I definitely suggest slowly moving that way make lists if you need to um, hop on Pinterest and uh, shop meat sales and then hop on Pinterest. That's another thing you can do. <laughs> literally go be like, what's on sale, big hunks of meat, pork shoulder, whatever it is. If you've never heard of it, don't yep. worry about it. Pinterest has a recipe for you. I promise. And this
0: is where uh, husbands can be a, a big blessing to the wives is, you know, get a barbecue.
1: Yes, pit, you know, get a
0: barbecue grill, get a Learn smoker, how to
1: grill and buy uh-huh. your wife a mm-hmm. crock pot and or a pressure cooker. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you haven't already done that, then what are you even doing? Yeah. Okay. That's, that's how you cook down cheap, tough hunks of meat is you cook it low and slow for eight to 10 hours. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's a great hack for trying to work more protein into your life uh, when you're not a millionaire.
0: Cause we know? love, I mean, our, our kids love smoked food.
1: Oh yeah. Smoked yeah. pork
0: shoulder or whatever. Um, yeah. Brisket. Yeah. Ribs yeah kids love the ribs what, what they used to call the ribs
1: or oh, do they have a name for them they had a name for them oh it's yeah. so cute They're i don't rigorous. remember yeah.
0: well okay. yeah they've They're grown up
1: our kids are very carnivorous they've, yeah. they've grown up on it that's the key um a couple other thoughts another thing to to just note and we could do a whole um, episode on this too is it uh, try to eat out less that will save you money mm-hmm. um and a lot I just, of money, a lot of money. Yeah. and i uh, usually moms who are at home more that's not an issue uh dads who go to work mm. all day, um, eating out every single day um, will do some negative things for your health. If you are mm. thriving and it's not an issue, then don't even, you can tune me out. But yeah. if you're dealing with health struggles or you're 30 pounds overweight or your doctor's like, yeah. th- things aren't good, stop eating out. And this, guess what, gentlemen? This is a thing you can eat leftovers. You can you can do it, you know? Like whatever the the steak and the asparagus that was for dinner last night.
0: You know for lunch. You
1: can eat it again. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um and if you're unhealthy and if you're not rich, then you can't afford to not like leftovers. You just need to eat them. I can't believe how many wives I talk to you are like, my husband won't eat leftovers. And I'm like, Are you serious? Get yourself some glass Tupperware pack some leftovers and take them to work for your lunch. Okay. And
0: the one, one thing I've been doing about once a week for the last three months is had a protein
1: shake for lunch and that's it.
0: Maybe, maybe a cheese stick or something like that. We'll talk
1: about that when we um, uh, talk about the man. And that's
0: helped. And and it's helped you. Also, I can just easily skip lunch and my, my, my lunch meeting maybe just turns into an office visit with me or something like that. Um, as opposed to actually going out, you don't have to go anywhere. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So eating out less, uh, big time, uh, Yeah, it's a big player. And then lastly, let's just say one more before we move on to another thing. Um, uh, Ladies, making these slow swaps, these slow changes is going to require meal planning and um, talk about the overwhelm. A lot of women really struggle with the concept of meal planning, but it is a skill you have to learn. Um, I recommend picking a particular day of the week, like Sunday night, Saturday morning, whatever works for you. You know, however you can time it with how you shop. Um, You got to make a plan. Because it's when you don't make a plan that mm-hmm. the meat doesn't come out of the freezer, and then you call the husband, and he brings home Panda Express. And I know yeah. you all know yeah. what I'm talking about, <laughs> and I've done it too. But you have Orange to make chicken
0: so good. Plan. I know you got to make a plan, <laughs>
1: and you got to just sort of you'll learn slowly. All these things are skills. Yeah. You'll get better at them with time, but you will learn slowly. The kind of meat, the kind of produce, the kind of whatevers you kind of just want to have around in your house at all times, so right. that if you're in a bind, or you right. know someone comes over, or whatever, you've got some kind of fallback yeah. plans you know yeah. and again at first this might it might sound overwhelming um but a month goes on another month goes on you search pinterest you just print out the recipes that are good some will be awful how many yeah. how many times <laughs>
0: We've, we've got, we've got there for the most part. I you've been pretty well some at
1: disgusting Adam. Um,
0: like, uh, you, you've gross. done pretty well at testing recipes and you haven't failed. I too try much to
1: that. be discerning, you know, when yeah. you're going through and yeah. you're like, well, that looks gross, but like you never yeah. know. And sometimes you try something and you're like, well, never again, you know, yeah. don't yeah. print that. There was one. no flavor. In that. Throw that one away. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. And it's okay, yeah. and it's okay to fail. And your family is still going to love you and they're going to eat yeah, it yeah, um, yeah. or they should. Yeah. And then save the good ones, make a binder and you will slowly, the skill will grow your, your list of go-to recipes that are whole food based, um, that are protein centric will grow. Okay. Yeah. And don't,
0: and don't be stuck on, on the plan either. You know, be be ready to pull an audible. If you need to pull an audible, the basketball game that night, whatever family, family situation, husband has to work later than normal whatever, but, You know, don't, don't be stuck on the plan, but have have it all figured out. And that's
1: the beauty of this. It doesn't mean you failed. Everybody has Mm -hmm. to do that sometimes, but the point is, you know, what are we trying to work towards our norm being right? We're taking that window and like, what kind of food do we normally eat? And then whenever you do have to eat the Panda express, you eat it. And it's not a big deal, but there's a difference between that. And like, that's what we eat all the time. And this is, I, I
0: would say this normal, um, you know, this, this Overton window that we're talking about, it has to be established. If, if, if you haven't established it with your kids, you're young, you're going to have a little more of a fight oh, as your kids go yes you are. So it's, it's better to kind of pick the food fights when you're younger yes. with the kids yes. and, and that way it'll, it'll bless them with self-control later. So as mom grows in her abilities to cook and plan mm-hmm. and, and do everything that you're talking about, uh, it, it it's going to be a lot easier to shepherd your kids through that process. Um, I mean, there's, there's all sorts of, um, uh, tips and tricks we can talk about with, with younger we kids, but a whole
1: episode on kids, on,
0: on kids and, and food. Um, but yeah. you know the, the big e on the eye chart is like you know pick the food fights when they're one, two and three yes. years old and uh and and use that as a uh, um use that food fight as a way to love them in the long run um sometimes it's again it's a it's a lot easier to feed your kid that snack when they're younger because oh, you yeah. know they're going to oh, throw yeah. a fit, you know, they're, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's easy to kind of feed them the problem when they're younger, but when it gets older, they're going to be more picky. So you want to, you want to deal with this when they're younger. Yes, you do.
1: Yeah. This, that's that can be a huge issue. Yeah, it's good. We should do an episode on that because I have so many thoughts Yeah, <laughs> on the picky, on the picky kids. Okay. I think we talked about that, that first point pretty mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. And again, if you're going to take anything away from this conversation, that if, if every American would just do what we just talked about, move Mm -hmm. towards eating majority real food, no matter what it is really. um, And got a little more protein centric with their meals. um, Mm -hmm. uh, So many of our health problems would just completely go away. Um, And and that's, it's like awesome because that's so simple. um, But it really is for some people, a huge lifestyle, huge paradigm shift. um, And all I can say is it's doable um, and it just might be a slow journey. So, you know,
0: And, and there's, there's so much to unpack actually on that. You have, um, and we got about ten minutes left, so okay. we're gonna, We got to go some other But w- I just want to mention it here. Uh, you look at kind of the history of America and America's food consumption, and and you look at the history of work in America, where um, everything was far more labor intensive until you got to about the nineteen forties and fifties when you started industrializing things, and and so there's a lot that's been kind of driven in the switch in how we work um i don't know if we want to go in much deeper in that but like you know for for example a lot of men were working a lot more labor intensive jobs before 1940s now a lot of men like me are sitting in a desk eight hours a day
1: yeah um, i think that that's it, a factor
0: it's a factor yeah, i think but, that's a
1: factor but I, I all that is, dra- is i think it. there's a
0: lot of that shift driving snack culture even the kids even the kids would work at on a farm all day right our food was different our food wouldn't be yeah. in a can wouldn't sit in a can for a long time our our, our um, access to kind of what you're calling um, whole food um was there's was no refrigerators you know so you you yeah yeah you had you know everything was different and now yeah. so i think a lot of that kind of that shift in the thirties, forties and fifties are kind of driven how we eat now as Americans and why maybe we have some of the health problems that we have now. Yeah. Just are, they're kind of new problems. Yeah,
1: it's true. I mean, I I think that's, yeah, that's true. Okay. A few minutes left. Um, we already talked about the snacking, stop it. Oh, grazing. And yeah, if you're an adult, adult, um, if you have the need to snack all the time, you probably have some serious blood sugar regulation problems. Mm -hmm. Um, and that, or you are just not eating enough protein, and healthy fats at your meals okay right. because adults um uh, normal adults should not need to snack and it is very very healthy to give yourself digestive rest mm-hmm. in between uh your meals mm-hmm. okay so i'm just going to say that if you're one of those people that's like i gotta have a snack all the time yeah. and that used to be me um uh you want to you've got some underlying issues there and you want to yeah. deal with that okay um, you wanna so you said you version.
0: said it's either blood blood sugar or what
1: or you're just hungry because okay. you're not eating enough protein yeah right yeah yeah exactly good, good baby um, okay, another really great one. Moving towards health on the uh, just for normal people on the exercise front is just start walking after your meals. Okay, um, that, it, I walking is so underrated in my mm. opinion. I think it's so magic in so many ways, especially with regards to its effects on your insulin. So especially if you're one of those people that you're like, yeah, my blood sugar is probably not well controlled. I yeah. probably am, you know, I but you know, pre diabetic or whatever, which right. many many Americans are simply just walking for 15 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 would be great, but you don't even have to go that long. If you don't have that time after your meals has an unbelievably profound effect on your, on your Mm -hmm. blood sugar, Mm -hmm. it's so good. And there's so many cultures that, that that's just built into their culture where everybody just gets The whole family gets out and just walks yeah. after their meals. And yeah. it's just a wonderful practice and you can do it pretty much anywhere. And it's something you could do altogether. Mm-hmm. So that's phenomenal. And if i uh, post that's just fancy talk for after a meal walking is I think best, but even if you can't always time it right, I know like in Idaho, for example, um, 50% <laughs> of the year it's dark at four, yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. like black yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. midnight walk. Uh, yeah. It, that may not be, yeah. it may not work after dinner. Just try to get, um, walking to be part of your life, even if mm-hmm. it's 30 minutes a day. So mom, that might be just getting up at seven thirty. Uh, dad kind of taking the, a little bit of a morning shift, yeah. you walking for 30 minutes in the morning, mm-hmm. dad, that might mean literally just walking during your lunch break. Yeah. I mean, just fit uh, it in.
0: Now I'll just say, um, maybe one question here is usually sure. the wives are probably walking all day.
1: Yeah. We've talked so, about that. So
0: would you say more walking? I, the dads I can see who's got a desk job yeah. like me. Okay. Maybe yeah. I need to walk a little more and maybe mom just needs to maybe, I don't know stretch and get some quiet time or something. Yeah, yeah. That's a really good point. (laughs) It totally
1: depends on the season of life that mom is in. But, um, and this is, gosh, this is another episode that we should do, but moms do generally have a much more physical active job than dad does. If dad is working at a desk, right? Like you, like your 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 emails, phone calls, things like that. If dad's a welder, maybe not the same, but, um, uh, I am on my feet all day, laundry, cleaning, vacuuming, cooking. Yep. It's, it's yep. not a, um, it's not a, a desk job at yeah, all. Right. So mm-hmm. depending on your level of, of exhaustion, how physical your, your current season of life is, right. you may not need to get more steps. You might right. want to take that time and and just do some at home Pilates, mm-hmm. like, you know, just yeah. YouTube it, find something. There's so much free information out there, ladies. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, whilst getting a really good routine in a gym, getting some serious, like slow, heavy strength training is yeah. ideal um, that's not always where you start. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you don't want to have that mindset of like, well, I can't do that. So I won't do anything. Right. right? Like, right. like find a YouTube person so again, so much free content out there. 15 minutes work on your core. That's, I mean, I've that's started, fantastic. I've
0: thought about starting a YouTube channel where I just teach, I teach people how to you work should
1: out. Absolutely. Teach everyone,
0: <laughs> teach everyone,
1: everything that you know, and that's the missing piece here. So no, that's a really good yeah. point. Uh, yeah. dad's more often than not, they yeah. just walking, uh, does a yeah. lot for them. um, Yeah. And I, I already, another point was start some basic strength training. We already kind of touched on it. Just please don't think that just because you can't regularly be in a gym in a particular season of your life that you can't be doing anything. You can do little micro workouts. We'll talk about that also Mm -hmm. when we talk about the man plan where you're just doing random sets of pushups, you're doing random sets of squats throughout the day. You don't need a gym membership. You don't need to warm up. You don't even need to change your clothes. And actually ladies, you can get very good at pushups, pull-ups, things like that doing these little yeah. exercise snacks as yeah. they call them um and again exercise snacks. so do-
0: we're, we're for these kind of snacks now this kind of snack I'm confused, is okay no. it's encouraged yeah, yeah. it's encouraged so yeah.
1: Just don't have that kind of mindset where you're like, well, I can't live the life of a fitness influencer at the gym every day. So I'll just do nothing. All right. Don't do that. All right. Um, Another, we'll just, how how are we doing on time?
0: Oh, well, we can finish up the last two.
1: Okay. Really good. Really quick. (laughs) Kind of obvious, but drink a lot of water. A lot of people do not drink water. I know some moms who I swear, like they drink zero water all day long. Get a big old mug. Get a straw, you'll drink more with a straw. And in terms of supplementation, I'm just going to touch on this a little bit, but especially if you're trying to unprocess your life in terms of the food Mm -hmm. that you're eating, you really should be taking um, some kind of an electrolyte, all Mm -hmm. right? Because for most Americans, most of the salt that we get in our diet is from processed food. Uh (laughs) So um, And and, uh, the lower carb you go, also if you're going that direction, which a lot of people— are, and maybe need to for a little bit, your body dumps salt and dumps minerals in that Uh process. So an electrolyte is really, really important. So make sure that you are replacing your electrolytes, not just drinking water, right?
0: So why is an electrolyte important for a, a stagnant guy like me? We, Let's do a whole, let's do a podcast okay. on
1: that later <laughs> okay. this, All right, all right, too, all right. this much. is just
0: a, a, a tidbit of advice. We'll get into the deeper reason that. Yeah, we'll um, get into it reason or and okay. Okay.
1: the only other, the last note I wanted to make is that do your absolute best to prioritize sleep. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I know that when I look at a mom of five with a newborn and a yeah. toddler and a, mm-hmm. and I'm like, you need to sleep more. She's mm-hmm. like, okay, <laughs> that's really helpful. Yeah, stop like, condescending yeah, me right like now. I'm, I would there love you. to sleep more. Mm-hmm. So I completely understand Phases of life, all of that, yep. but do what you can where you can, even if that means napping when your baby's napping. If that means talking to your husband about kind of splitting up nighttime shifts. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're in the little baby zone, if you're pulling out of it, sometimes this means sleep training your kids, yep. which just like the food fights can be a little bit of work um, at the forefront, but it is a hundred percent worth it and a blessing to everyone involved. One, kids start sleeping because we all need some REM. We all need some deep sleep, kids right. included. Right. Um, and just having good habits at night, where you are leaning towards going to bed earlier, not later. Right. Sleep affects everything. Yeah. Everything health, health
0: stress, everything. ability yeah. to lose uh-huh. weight, uh-huh.
1: metabolism. Yeah. cortisol. It affects everything. So yeah. really, really, and I'm sure we'll be talking, um, sleep's a big issue for a lot of people. So I'm sure we'll be talking about sleep in future, but, um, make it, put it at, you know, at the, the top of your list in terms of priorities uh, yeah. of, of trying to make those baby steps towards being healthier.
0: Yeah. And I, I'll just want to actually in here, you just made me think of a couple things through the show and just in here that, you know, the way God designed it, God designed dads to be the head of the house, to be responsible for providing, but mm-hmm. God really gave Um, the home to the mom. Yeah. So it really is her domain and her job uh, that God has given her. Of course, the husband delegates it to her, but he's only delegating because God said, "Like this is it's the mom's responsibility for this." And so, um, as you guys kind of talk about your your food culture in your family, dads, you should be you know leading that conversation. Be you know on the same page with your wife because if you aren't on the same page with your wife it's it, it could be um you know frustrating and and you guys you know why is my wife only doing this or why why are we not having this, this you know um uh, um you know this is my favorite food we never get it you know what's going on right yeah. uh, kind we of thing and of course same page. and and the mom as you um do this you want to feed your family in such a way you're blessing your family and you're not um uh, being persnickety or um frustrating your family because the 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 food's all um i remember a uh, this is a probably a bad analogy but um or a bad story really backing this up but uh, we had this food co-op in in uh Texas. Mm-hmm. And my mom would go buy the peanut butter there and, and yeah. buy all the and it was like the worst peanut butter in the world. We hated it. The, yeah. Um, yeah. Like uh, the
1: natural just ground it up was, peanuts. Yeah,
0: it was basically I mean it was basically just ground up peanuts right there um and with and, and with that that peanut oil and you got to kind of stir it in yeah. but it was like yeah. it was it was um uh um, n- n- nothing against you mom. You did a great job, but like that <laughs> peanut butter was like the worst whole food peanut butter I've ever seen. It gave <laughs> it, was, like, it gave oh, was traumatized. Words. I was traumatized. Was traumatized or, by that peanut butter. My, my my point is is like you know as you you know um work on maybe trying to adjust the Overton window in your family, do it in such a way where it's a blessing to your family. You don't yeah. want to um a great Bible verse um uh, in this in Deuteronomy it says, "Do not boil a kid in its mother's milk." Mm-hmm. In other yeah. words don't take that which is meant to give life um, to kill your children, right. to kill your goat, right. to kill your kids. And so food's meant to give life. Yeah. So don't use it in a way where it's like it's frustrating and destroying your, your, your family. Yeah. yeah, and you and everything. absolutely can do that. So yeah.
1: no, that's a really good point. Yeah.
0: Well, thank you uh, for yeah. tuning in. If you guys want to be uh, if you want to email us any questions um, every episode we're going to try to get to one or two questions. That's the goal. We didn't really this time, but yeah, we we'll
1: try it. We'll we'll do it when we can. Uh, yeah. and
0: then some of the questions that you've already emailed us, we're actually gonna turn into show, so it won't show up yeah. as a as a question in the show and everything. So wrenchmedia at gmail.com. Make sure you follow my wife on Instagram. and You can follow me on Twitter at gmwrench.com or gmwrench on Twitter. So thank you for tuning in to Water Break and uh, yeah. we'll look forward to next time. Thank you, baby.
1: Thank you.